Welcome to Food Friends. I'm Carrie. And I'm Sonia. We met in Los Angeles over 15 years ago as private chefs and haven't stopped talking about food since. We created Food Friends to share our stories and recipes with each other and you. We're so glad you're here. Hi. Hi, Sonia. Are you so excited for this episode? Okay, I'm so excited for this episode because we have our first two guests. It's so fun, just you and me, but I'm really excited to talk to other food friends of ours. We are food friends and we have food friends. Let's give people a little bit of context of why are we having Seth Rogen and Lauren Miller Rogen on our show today? Well, Lauren and Seth are friends of mine who I've known as long as I've known you, so like 15 years, and I have spent a lot of Thanksgivings with the Rogans. I've heard about these legendary Thanksgivings for years, which is part of like what inspired us, right? Like we were like, we got to talk to these people about their Thanksgiving because it's really epic. Their Thanksgivings are all about the more the merrier, which I think is really the basic foundation of Thanksgiving. It's like everyone welcome and also all food is welcome. And they're also so funny. The truth is Thanksgiving can be a sensitive time for people. Like it isn't always happy. It's a complicated holiday. It has a very complicated history. It's not always an easy holiday. And what I loved hearing from Seth and Lauren was just how they kind of navigate that with this warmth, with so much humor, and with so much openness. And it really inspires me about how I'm even going to host my Thanksgivings. And Seth and Lauren were so nice to share some recipes with us, which we're going to link in the show notes, and we're going to link some of our favorite recipes. So I'm really excited for everyone to hear this super fun conversation. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for coming on. This is such a fun thing to talk about is Thanksgiving. It Um, really is. Yeah. So we really want to dive deep today into all things Thanksgiving and how you two handle Thanksgiving and what makes it unique in your home. When did you all start hosting Thanksgivings? Do you guys remember? I mean, part of it is we were just like kind of the first people with a house, like a real uh, house. Like we, we, we moved into a house when we were like 23 or 24, basically. So like a lot of people had smaller apartments and we had like a normal size house with like an actual kitchen. And, and I think that was a part of it was just like out of necessity, we were able to have Thanksgiving, you know? Yeah. And also like both my mom and my grandmother were big posters. You know what I mean? You guys were kind of like the parents of the group. Like you had a house <laughs> and you would host. Which is ironic now. Which is <laughs> totally. The first one I remember all of our friends got really drunk. <laughs> it was very potluck style. It was like yeah. you, I mean, the the first couple that I remember going to, you guys cooked like all the food. Like, I mean, I brought food because I was a cook, but a lot of people just came with like a bottle of wine. I know. I used to do so much of it. And I would like take two days, literally like all day Days. Wednesday, all day Thursday. And yes. I would just be cooking my face off and I loved it. But then it was just exhausting. And like, and also back then we had one oven and that was just such a amazing feat that we got it all done as we did feeding 40 plus people with one oven. But what was on your menu, even like from the start, like how were you guys thinking about what you were feeding everyone? I like didn't grow up with Thanksgiving at all. And so like, I have no frame of reference for what people eat. Whereas Lauren's from Florida, which is like as America's American as we can get <laughs> when it comes way. to, yeah. Um, and so I was actually amazed at what Thanksgiving comprised of. It's almost exclusively foods you never eat any other time, which generally to me means they're bad. 
No, <laughs> I don't. That's not how food works. You don't. You don't save special food. You eat special food. It's not Seth like oh. always like you know what they don't serve in restaurants. Turkey. Yeah, there's no. It's like, never, there's a reason turkey's not on the menu. Like it's a big dry. I, and I guess why if you're feeding forty people, it's good because right. it's humongous. But wait, isn't there Canadian Thanksgiving? His family never did. I've been to your Canadian. I've been to well, Canadian Thanksgiving at Sandy it. and Mark's. Yeah, yeah. Since I've gotten older, they've started doing it. When I was a kid, they told me Jewish people didn't do Thanksgiving. <laughs> I haven't heard that about not, Canadian Jews because it's like too close to the high holidays. I don't know. Right? I know. It's literally just something they fabricated, I think, so they didn't so have they to have my it. family over who they didn't want to see <laughs> one more time a year, I would imagine. Yeah, so I, I, I actually remember the, yeah, like the first Thanksgiving I ever went to, I was like... 17 or something like that like uh, in america as soon as i saw like there's something with there's like potatoes with marshmallow it's like a, it's an insane meal like the casserole stuffing and mashed potatoes and potatoes with marshmallows and a lot of beige things and gravy and is that kind of like the thanksgiving you had growing up lauren yeah, I mean, I definitely had the traditional Thanksgiving, all those foods that you just mentioned. And plus the plus the Jello, which is well, the Jell-O, I was just looking yeah. through our pictures, and there you made the Jello mold. It's a, it's a Jello mold. It's yeah. a cranberry Jello. Well, yeah, my mom yeah. made. I'm sure, which means one of her, you know, relatives made it. But we serve cranberry sauce multiple ways because I grew up eating this cranberry Jello mold, which is cranberry sauce, whole berry cranberry sauce with cherry jello and then you put mandarin oranges in it obviously Obviously. this is again on our show because i'm the child of like ukrainian immigrants and like every jello mold salad and cool whip jello salad like fascinated me it's all i wanted to eat as a kid (laughs) well we just recorded an episode where we talk about my family's crazy jello tapioca pudding cool whip situations from the midwest and i remember I think it was either you had one or I had one and we both kind of recognized in each other like this, like, oh, we both come from families that make these cello salads, which I don't know why they call them salads even. Uh, they're not salads. They're uh, it's like marshmallows. And- whatever they are, I like them. That's yes. something like that does not exist in Canada. Like no one has seen that in Canada. <laughs> well, what, well, what that sort of stems from is sort of like the Jewish deli culture in New York and Long Island, which is where I'm really from, not Florida. And so it's like in my blood, like a creamy salad or a Jello mold. Yeah, but there's no there's no Jewish life. deli culture where I'm from. Period. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying it's so, but that there same, but that there's there is the, there are these crossovers, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. but that's the crossover, yeah, I guess, Carrie, is yeah. that the Jews maybe weren't in the Midwest, but they were making Jello salads and delis, and then that migrated to Florida, and, yeah. and apparently not to Seattle, Washington. Um, so or Vancouver, British Columbia, or Vancouver. Or Vancouver. See, we're from near each other. It's not yeah. they don't they don't have that not, stuff in the Pacific, the Pacific Northwest. Northwest. No. Yeah. It's more like, they think of, of like a Jello mold just like hummus. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you were bringing like this like old, like traditional American food to the Thanksgiving totally. table. And Seth, you were bringing in just food that tasted good to you. Yeah, just food I liked yeah. that I thought I could produce, like, like make, he was make like, a lot of. He was yeah, like yeah. macaroni and cheese, done. Yeah, like macaroni and cheese. You I don't guys know always have. There's always some big thing of mac and cheese, yeah. right? Yeah. On the Which table. I didn't do growing up. Like that wasn't Like that's what's so part. crazy to me. Like that's like the most intuitive thing to have at a Thanksgiving dinner. Is about. Like if I, as a Canadian, that's what you project as being eaten at Thanksgiving. <laughs> 
Thanksgiving. But no, yeah. there's like a whole other set of stuff. You don't imagine that it's sweet potatoes with marshmallows melted on them. I'll tell you that. No. No, I think and that's, that is good. And I that's like that. one of the funniest things. Like I remember like when Evan came to that first Thanksgiving and saw the marshmallows on top of the sweet potatoes. I mean, I feel like to this day he still comments on it, how bizarre it is. But there's it, no it, denying how delicious it is. I mean, I never ate it. There was too much cinnamon and I don't know, it just mm, didn't work mm, work for mm. me. Pineapple but like push pineapple in there, obviously again, obviously. Like so crazy. <laughs> You're speaking an alien. Like all from like some cookbook from like nineteen fifty seven. Totally. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I won't deny any cookbook. From like my like my family's like church cookbook, that's where totally. so many of those recipes that we yeah. use come from. Totally, yeah, absolutely. You mentioned ribs, so is that a feature of your Thanksgiving? You know, with the amount of people, it was like we have to like sort of like diversify the choices so people take like a little bit of each thing instead of like a ton of turkey because then I would have to make like twelve turkeys, yeah. and so the ribs kind of came a protein in. diversification. Yeah. program was exactly. put into place. <laughs> Smart. Well, really got into making ribs. We got a we smoker. Were... I got pretty yeah, into that. Yeah, you have that green egg. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I got into smoking ribs. So it was, yeah, it was easy. So yeah. that's my next question because like I feel like my approach to Thanksgiving is like there's a couple dishes I have to make every year and then I need to play around with the menu. And I'm also one of those, and I don't know, Carrie, if you're this way either. I like map out my whole Thanksgiving week. I know when I'm going shopping, what I'm prepping when. Are you all this way? Well, since I stopped cooking every single thing myself <laughs> and now there's a sheet and people sign up and sort of everyone – because also what happened in the beginning, it was like first when I started to be like, bring whatever. We had like three different types of mashed potatoes and like four different types of stuffing and like so now everyone can see what everyone's bringing. But I used to, yes, take two full days and map it out and I'd make my huge shopping list and I'd do my shop on Monday and then start on Tuesday night and spend all day Wednesday and all day Thursday and I don't do that anymore because – also, everyone wants to bring food. I felt like I was sort of like taking a piece of what is fun about a communal Thanksgiving, which is like bringing your own favorite thing because everyone has their own favorite thing. I'm the person who looks to see what everyone's bringing and then I fill in things I think need to be filled in. Like I usually will bring a pie, but I'm like, oh, no one's bringing salad, so I'll bring a salad or no one's bringing X, Y, Z. Someone who's an outsider to your Thanksgivings, mm -hmm. can you explain what the system is now with the invite oh, sure. and the sign up? There's an Excel spreadsheet. There's an Excel, like a Google Doc spreadsheet, <laughs> so everyone can have access to it. I actually just realized I- You got to make that. Well, what's funny is I had a few people reach out to me. So what? what's November 5th today? Is that right? Literally like two weeks ago, multiple people were like, Thanksgiving? Are we doing Thanksgiving? I feel like oh, yeah. Carrie, you and I talked about Thanksgiving. And oh, I was it's like, been brewing. I've been hearing it. Yes. And so I was like, do I have to send the invite? So I feel like on like October 15th, I literally sent the Thanksgiving invitation. As far as like inviting people, obviously we have our core, you know, I call us, you know, our family, which, you know, we're not blood relatives, but we're family. And then it's sort of like if I hear someone doesn't have a place to go and we'll often like have new people join us. And obviously, you know, it's been smaller the past couple of years because of COVID. But yeah, it's, I feel like it's sort of a, it's a system that seems to work. People respect the chart. They like yeah. the chart. I break it down into um, appetizers, main courses, side dishes, and desserts, and drinks. So that way people see all the areas. You know, I always put drinks on there because a lot of people don't cook, and that's totally fine. You know, I've remembered in years past, like, our friend Nick really got into baking a few years ago. Oh, and yeah. yeah. Our friend I feel Martha, like, too. Yeah. 
Yes. And like, wasn't Nick, he was cooking a lot out of like the milk bar cookbook. And so he would make those like super elaborate cakes. He made like six in one year. Yes. Yes. It was, and we ate them and it was insane. And then then deep frying turkeys, which I have very mixed feelings about came into, I actually might outlaw that. Well, can you wait? Have you done it, or someone else Nick, did it? Nick, Nick, our the friends turkey. always come over and do it, and I don't know if 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 I may, it's a fucking mess and disaster every and single time. It is, and, and, and not worth it. Like no, no more delicious than any of the other turkeys. But what's in- the one- real difference of a no fried- difference? So, there well, is. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. So which? So one year we had so many people. I felt that we needed three turkeys oh, yeah. to cover the amount of people. So I did one in the oven. We did one on the smoker. Yes. And, and Nick deep fried one. And then we put labels on each one. Remember this? And we had people vote which one. And the roasted turkey won. Because it was. It, it's because it's just covered in butter. Covered you in butter. You just cover I mean, it in like two sticks of butter and it's you throw it in the oven, it's done. See, um, that's good intel because I've yeah. only ever done a roast turkey and I'm like, am I a failure and that I haven't deep like, fried one? You yeah. took a turkey and cut it up into a hundred little pieces and breaded them sure. and deep fried them like actual deep fried bird is supposed to be, then yeah. it would be good. But just like dunking that's not a what it is. just like dunking a turkey in oil and letting it cook right. in oil. <laughs> it's like it's a it is a mess. Like, and every time they're like ruining our deck they're staining it's like yeah. they're getting oil everywhere, everywhere. Tarps, he, yeah work. now he's like trying to bring tarps and tables and like it's like literally <laughs> just for them to have their own little project where they yeah. can oh poor like nick now cool. he's gonna hear that and, because- and rafi too yeah, yeah now nah, and then they yeah. bought a special deep frying thing yeah. and like oh the turkey's always too big it doesn't rotate it's supposed to rotate <laughs> in the thing it's been a half hour tying up the fucking turkey and they're looking at the turkey like oh it hasn't rotated in 25 minutes like every single time and then they leave it there for for like three days because it's like oh it's too, i can't take the oil now it's too hot i gotta leave this like tub of oil <laughs> turkey oil in your yard literally like yeah. sunday is when he comes to yeah. get it you listen know. i'm glad you brought up the smoked turkey because yeah. i have some serious memories of the year that you made the smoked turkey mm-hmm. because i remember leaving your house with like like three turkey carcasses. I took all of them. <laughs> yeah, you always take them. Thank God. Well, I always yeah, I feel like we have to pause to say that Thanksgiving truly wouldn't happen without your presence at it. Oh, this is like you're the carver, and like you, like you said, like you're the one who brings all the things that like no one else is bringing, and you fill the holes. Like you are the backbone of it. Like oh no, oh, Lauren, wow. you're the backbone, and I am so thrilled to be. In well, then you're my back support. support. Yes, so. but Carrie, that I. See, I'm so ha- glad to hear this perspective because that's what I would imagine. Like, Obviously. I'm sad that you're not part of my Thanksgiving. Like, oh. I just – I could see you doing – like, to have a carry at your Thanksgiving, what oh. a score. It's, it well, is a that's, huge score. That is that's very, can I, very can sweet. Can I hear more about the smoked turkey? Because I've also yeah, never right. smoked a turkey and I want to know, what kind of smoke are you using? It's We're, a green egg. It's a green egg. I imagine we put butter and stuff on it or maybe we brined it. It was so long ago. It was maybe 10 years ago or something. I think yeah. the definitive result was it was not worth not the good. trouble, like that it wasn't as good. I was at a friend's house where their daughter had shipped them a smoked turkey from Texas oh, that what? was just incredible. And that to me is like the answer, Carrie, because I, I, I don't know. I also like I'm always like aspirational about smoking meats like I want to do it but then the actual amount of time and even like the finickiness of the green egg it's like as I think about it 
I think part of it is like respecting the sanctity of the turkey form is maybe a detriment in the smoking <laughs> process. Like, I, I think if you were to like break down the turkey a little bit first and maybe lay it out on foil and give each piece kind of a little bit more attention, it would probably, yeah, the move them around, spray way, them yeah. kind of like, like, I think like that's the problem. It's also because like a turkey is just like humongous and unwieldy. And so like, it, it's a weird thing to cook. It was hard to like control the like overall temperature yeah. that I found. Maybe breaking down the raw turkey beforehand. Yeah, that's a good that. idea. And with the fried turkey, like that's what I'll say to Nick and Rafi if you're listening. Like and to uh, like <laughs> get the turkey, cut it up, break it down, bread it, and then deep fry it. And then it's like you'll have we'll have tons of fried uh, turkey fried in like in like I've a just, but why yeah. doesn't anyone do fried turkey? Because I've never seen breaded fried turkey served right. ever. I Me either. either. I wonder. Well, it's probably you have to. I don't know. Like, does it cook too does, long? Does it? He probably needs to cook so much longer than a chicken. It would be a good experiment. I'm really gonna push for the smoked turkey this but year. Carrie, why don't you get a smoker? And smoke it. I don't need a smoker. If Seth has a smoker, I don't want to deal with it. Maybe what we need to do is buy like a turkey, like a hunk of turkey breast, cut it, cut that up, and those. That's what these little recipes seem to be. Oh yeah. You guys have hosted like fifty people. I think our largest was like forty-seven. Wow. Which is crazy. At the old house or at the new house? house. The old house, house. I remember like the tables like snaking through the living room to the point where you almost couldn't get through. Oh, yeah. It took up the whole living room. You had to walk the length of the living room to get around to the other side. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was like a 2,700 square foot house in West Hollywood, but it had like a gigantic big open living room that we were able to Yeah. Huge a long, big long yeah. table, which felt so communal and fun. And we would clear out the furniture and I would rent, yeah. rent the tables and chairs and stuff. And it was so nice. And I, you know, I have so many, you know, just amazing memories of, of our house just being loud and full of people. And, and that's, that's what I love about our Thanksgiving. So now that you guys have this Excel spreadsheet, everyone brings different stuff. Mm-hmm. What are the core things that you two are making this year or that you make like every year? Well, I do the bread items. So I'll do, I I grew up eating those like cheesy crescent rolls or whatever, but I just love them. And then I do at least one turkey. Sometimes it's two, depending on our numbers. I do the sweet potatoes with marshmallows. Of course, as we discussed, the cranberry jello, Mm -hmm. the mac and cheese, which has now become slow cooker mac and cheese, which is outrageous level. Do you guys have a recipe? I do have one. You made buffalo chicken mac and cheese. That I've made buffalo chicken mac and cheese also is just wild. What I really love about that slow cooker mac and cheese, it really is my favorite kind of, like I grew up eating Velveeta mac and cheese. Yeah, 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 it's just, it's creamy. It's so creamy. And I love that Seth's laughing because it doesn't sound like you grew up with Velveeta mac and cheese. No. Yeah. <laughs> like these powdered I, I mean, boxes. We craft dinner. We call it craft dinner, which is a craft, you know, is the, the craft macaroni. Is the pa- yeah, it's the powder. I'd never seen that like packet of goop. Oh god, that's until, the best. That's the best yeah, part. Yeah. yeah. Again, I don't know. Maybe as a fellow Pacific Northwest, <laughs> never saw it exactly. Never right? saw it. Yeah, Definitely not, had box mac and cheese. Yes. Never in my life did I see a brick of Velveeta anywhere. No, that was so shocking. We always shocking. had a brick of Velveeta in our fridge growing yeah. up, for sure. Seth, are you cooking on for Thanksgiving? I'll probably make something, yeah. Now I'll uh ribs, I'll probably Wait, you rib. have to make the ribs. I'm yeah. kind of into this smoked turkey idea, but maybe doing it in a more uh, controlled manner. You can't do the ribs you know? and the turkey, though. 
I know. Yeah, I guess. Well, you could do people the seem ribs. To like the ribs. Yeah. People people seem partial to the ribs. Yeah. I took I took two helpings of ribs last year. Yeah. So um, yeah. so is there like any tip that you could really give people who are hosting big Thanksgivings? Like if you're because I believe mm-hmm. Carrie's saying, and I can see from the way you're talking about it, they're amazing hosts. People want to come to this giant Thanksgiving, have the best time, eat the best things. What are your like big takeaways for other people? One year we bought a ton. Of like cheap glass, uh, like plates and bowls and stuff like that. Not paper, great. bamboo, or whatever kind of recyclable thing. It, it just was like a nightmare, and it was something that we were like kind of in, like uh, imposing on people for a long time. Mm-hmm. And we bought like pretty inexpensive. You know, we went yeah, to like a restaurant supply like store, wholesale yeah. store and bought plates that were like a buck fifty each or something mm-hmm. like that. But it was so much better and made such a big difference. Such a difference. Like it tastes yeah. better on an actual yeah, plate. So much easier. Yeah. You put more on your plate and you're not constantly yeah. worried that mm-hmm. this is going to like disintegrate in your hands and like one. A year, speaking of the cranberry jello mold, we made it in a large aluminum tin, you know, those metal, metal things you buy at the grocery store. (laughs) And on its way to the, from the counter to the fridge. Other way from the, out of the fridge. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Into the fridge because it wasn't set yet. Uh, It wasn't set yet. So it was liquidy cherry jello and cranberry sauce. And, and crushed pineapple. And crushed pineapple. <laughs> and mandarin oranges. Um, and as those flimsy aluminum trays tend to do, it buckled and all over the floor and cabinets and it splashed because it was liquid and I found little droplets of it for years. It was like gallons of it. Like, yeah. a, like oh a, as big of one of those like aluminum platters yeah. as you can imagine. Yeah. yeah. So, so the pro tip is either double or triple your tins yeah, or, or don't yeah, use them. Consider the structural integrity of your platter. <laughs> of your- I'll, I'll share this, which is just because it's kind of funny, which is that I have nightmares about Thanksgiving and anxiety-based anxiety Dreams. It's either people have started arriving and I've forgotten to get the turkey. Um, I've forgotten to turn the oven on. I've forgotten to invite people. It's often turkey based. There's been like dreams. I can still remember turkey based. Get it? Turkey based. Oh my god. Um, where I've been literally in the dream, like banging on the closed doors of the grocery store, being like, "I have to get my turkey." That's and hilarious. I, I, I really confronted it. Like I would say was it like year before last or something where I was like, I have to get on top. Cause the thing is I love Thanksgiving and I don't know why I have and these dreams. And you're not that stressed out about it ever I'm not at all. actually happening. No. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's obviously other stresses in my life that choose the thing that I love the most to do. And that's how our subconscious works. But I think that the way that I do combat that, which I think is important, which is to be organized, which again is the chart yeah. it's the schedule. It's laying out what you have to do. 11 to 11.30, set the table. 11.30 to 12, put in this into the oven. The timeline. Like, having yeah. a timeline is huge. Yeah, and if you know you need, yeah, like people show up and they want to use the oven and heat their shit up and knowing yeah. like, okay. And they never, people never remember yeah. that they have to do that. And remember then, you're cooking the turkey and then we got to yeah. heat up this thing and then it's like, oh, yeah. but I got to heat up this thing. And so that's the thing to consider is asking people what they're bringing and if how much oven need. time they may yeah, need. Ovens. Is that like a line on the Excel sheet that says like, Oven now we time. have more ovens in our new yeah. house, so it's less of a problem. Like, uh, but yeah, before it was uh, before it was just like you a. You only con- had one oven. We always had one friend, Ashley, who was like cooking an entire meal in our toaster oven every single <laughs> time. I do think it's a good tip, though, for like if you're a guest at a Thanksgiving and you need an oven to like check in with the host yeah, and say like, "Can I use it at what time?" Yeah. And also like designing dishes that are good 
at room temperature. Oh, definitely. That is one of the gifts of turkey and the oven, which is turkey has to rest and that's the perfect time to cook the oven. To warm everything. Yeah. like One of the great things about turkey is people love eating it at like room temperature. Like like, like (laughs) Like most delicious meats. Like a steak. You want your really good flaming on at room temperature. You want to have sat out for like a good hour Really gray, really room temperature. Maybe a little slimy. Congealed a little bit. Oh my God. Wait, (laughs) I don't know that I remember this jump from like paper plates to like you know prop, mm-hmm. proper plates let me just ask you guys this is that also been part of the impetus of you making all of your dishes for your <laughs> yeah. house can you now that was actually one enough. of my questions because I yeah. I know yeah. your love of ceramics I'd I'd love to yeah. hear you like have enough, I think, has your no, plate has enough. your plate game changed since you two became ceramicists not for Thanksgiving no. I the plates that we eat on daily yes are the plates that I have made but I don't have the inventory have of for Thanksgiving yeah. <laughs> the next I think like wrapping up Thanksgiving questions I think one of the most important is. What do you eat the next day? What's your go-to post-Thanksgiving yeah, meal? Definitely, yeah. I think like a sandwich. I think like a turk, a good like anytime you can. We often have leftover rolls yeah. and shit like that. So I think like. Well, what's I, on the sandwich? Like, what is your ideal turkey? Turkey cranberry. Turkey cranberry. I would bring mayonnaise into the equation. Probably. Wait, is the cranberry the Jello cranberry, or is it a relish, or is it a sauce? I don't. To me, that Jello cranberry. I don't. I literally don't think I've ever tried it. Honestly, and I love them anyway. Yeah. That's how strong our connection is. But... We eat that. We eat that marshmallow stuff for a few yeah, days. Yeah, the marshmallow. Cheese, we eat that for a few days. I definitely like, and I'll add more marshmallow. Like if the marshmallow has been eaten off, and I'm I have leftover sweet potato, I'll add marshmallow to it. But yeah, we'll try to do a sandwich. So you guys like food. more of a sweet turkey sandwich. That's what I'm hearing. Because if you put the cranberry. Honestly, I would yeah. do both. Because I love to make a turkey salad, honestly. I love like chopping up and adding a little mayo, a little salt, pepper, et cetera, et cetera. And, oh, yeah. You yeah. will often make it into a turkey salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lauren loves a mayonnaise salad. I love a yeah. salad. <laughs> Another, I know. My family used to make, like my dad would make a roast. And they had this meat grinder. And they would grind the roast. And then they would make a roast beef salad. Oh, like no. like chicken salad no. that had like no. sweet relish no. in it. No. no. And yes. yes. <laughs> well, I remember the mayonnaise salads, guys. On the cruise ship where we shot uh, like Father, like the salad bar, buffet, uh-huh. call it or whatever, they had something called a ham salad and it was chopped ham. No. With some sort of Guys, I've something. had ham salad too. My family makes ham. They grind oh, it up God. in the grinder. That's oh, yes. one I don't get behind. And I was scared of that one when I saw it. Again, but, not a big Pacific Northwest. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of it. Like literally you're speaking, ever. I've never ever. ever heard of it. Well, in a way, like people from the former Soviet Union love mayonnaise and love mayonnaise oh, salads. Sure. The worst of our salads, which we never made in our family, but you know, do you know about herring under a fur coat? No. Oh, oh gosh. It's really great. It's a layer of, by, by great, I mean the one time I ate it, I almost gagged and have not been able to eat it since. <laughs> but it's a layer of herring, then a layer of eggs, like hard-boiled eggs. Oh, yeah. Probably. Uh-huh. Speaking my language so far, yeah. Okay. And then some, uh, I think, cooked carrots also, like a layer of cooked carrots mm. topped with beets, like cooked beets. Uh-huh. All in a mayonnaise dressing. It's like a layered well, salad. I would 100% eat that. I mean, I love a creamed herring. Let me tell you. You know, when I go to Russ and Daughters, I do not walk yeah. out of there without a container of creamed herring. But all those other things with it, I think I pass. I think like the combination of beets and mayo is one that I am not 
That's where it, you draw the line. I, did, well, I just didn't grow up with it. Had I had I grown up with it, I'm sure I would have developed a fondness for it. But like my husband won't touch anything with mayonnaise except for no. coleslaw, which he thinks is made with cream. Even though I tell him <laughs> it's mayonnaise, he insists it's cream. That's funny. Thank you guys. Thank you both yeah. so much. Happy Thank Thanksgiving. You. Yeah, happy you Thanksgiving. Too. Thanks for being our food friend. If you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this episode with friends. We love hearing from you, so feel free to follow us on Instagram or drop us a line at foodfriendspodcast.com. Yes, we'd love to hear from you and your food friends. Happy cooking and eating.